We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. What's up, everybody? This is Biting the Bullet. <laughs> oh, it's <so> awkwardly, <laughs> awkwardly stare into the camera. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're fucking back. We've done a lot of shit the last couple of weeks. Um, had yeah. some great guests, but we decided. Well, we were guests on other people's shows. If you haven't caught us yet, go catch us on uh, the Golden Shower podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um with hexcelerate and uh forest mommy on twitter and then uh we also just did adam nutters uh the porcupine podcast which was really fucking fun love that dude i had fun i had a lot of fun on both podcasts kind of uh kind of seemed like a lot of uh uh layover between not layover um similar things talked about on both yeah podcasts yeah, we had Hex on ours, then we had David Day, and then we yeah. were on Force Mommy and Hexes, and then we were on Adam Nutter. So we like did it felt like we did a lot more conversating these last two weeks and talking to other people than we have done in yeah. a long time. <laughs> yeah, and it just and it, it seemed like the same topics got brought up a lot, which isn't a bad thing. It's kind of like the important topics right now. Um, but yeah. it, I just I realized that when we were on Adam Shaw, I was like Damn, I'm saying the same shit I've already said. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, I oh, was like, shit. we said, we talked about the Uvalde shooting on ours, on Forest Mommy and Heck, and then we talked about Adam, yeah. and I was like, damn, dude, we're on to the next thing now. <laughs> yeah. What, what, Americans don't care about that anymore, dude. We're on to, <laughs> uh, there's a shooting in Highland Park now. Like, we got to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Another shooting on the Southeast side. <laughs> fucking, uh, what's that fucking bit? Law dispute. Yeah, dude. Uh, you know, it seems to me that the shootings are getting closer and closer. I don't know. I, I don't know. It feels like I, I can never tell because like when you, when you're not like paying attention to like what's going on in the world besides like your immediate environment, you can't really tell if it's like, is violence escalating or am I just paying attention more? You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and it's, and it, I guess not. So I guess what I should have said was it's not that the shootings are getting closer. It's the ones that they want to talk about are getting closer and closer. If that makes sense, like it's drumming up. And we talked about it on all those podcasts too, where it's like, what else are the Democrats going to run on? Like they're yeah. running on. I mean, we know exactly what they're running on for November gun violence or guns in general. It's not even gun violence because we still the same weekend that Highland Park happened July 4th. There was what six dead at Highland Park, I think, and like 20 something yeah. injured, Somewhere something like that. But in the same 
time frame in Chicago during that entire weekend, 96 dead. Yeah. From gun violence, um, mostly gang activity, some, you know, spousal debates, but mostly yeah. gang activity. But that wasn't in the news, which I'm not saying that it should or shouldn't. Just saying if we want to talk about gun violence and specifically blame guns yeah. and shit, it's like, why are we only talking about it when it's, you know, specifically in a person that is obviously mentally handicapped and yeah. doing an abhorrent thing to yeah, the rest I, of society? I think like, uh, I, well, I think it's a couple of reasons, but like on a grander scale, it's like, why, why this one? Why are we fixating on guns, right? Yeah. And I, th- I think it's because, like, there's a lot of tragedy that happens in this country. There's plenty of tragedy the news could actually report on that's going on. But they fixate on these, like, these shootings like this. And I think it does have a lot to do because, well, we're coming up on the election year. Yeah. And, if, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious that the media and the Democratic Party are kind of hand in hand a little bit. They're pretty connected. It's pretty biased to their their political faction so the elections are coming up democrats are coming into the new year the inflation's like hitting the bed or, or shit in the bed and causing a lot of economic problems for a lot of people or the, or the democrats need something they need fucking yeah. something to run on and and like don't get me wrong i'll be i'll be blatantly honest here and be like is the 96 deaths more important or least important on the news like to an everyday person is it more important or least important obviously i think it would be least important than the highland park shooting like i i obviously understand that there's a difference between the two one is normalized behavior and it's not just a black community thing it's a lower income area thing i want to make that extremely clear yes there is a higher percentage of black people or minorities in those areas i understand but let's try to get the whole picture on this that one's normalized and these gun shoot or these mass shootings events you know where it just seems like people that are completely innocent and just uh bystanders to an event i understand how I understand how it can dominate the news media without the perception of the democratic bias. I understand that. I don't, I don't think that that's a crazy thing to say. And if people don't understand that, I think it's a little weird, but at the same time, the fact that we can normalize this one and not report on it and not give it the same attention while they are different things. One is vastly more, there is a lot more life being lost in one scenario than the other. And I think it's honestly more racist of the news media to not talk about the 98 deaths that happened in, you know, Chicago over the 4th of July weekend, because they're just like, well, it's normal behavior. That's a them thing. Those minorities in those communities and those people in those communities, that's normal. We don't have to, that's, we're not fixing that because that's just their culture and we have to leave it there. And it's like, bro, you think that there's not innocent people? Like they act like not, not every, everybody that's involved in that isn't innocent and it's like you know how many fucking innocent people were killed in chicago probably like 92 in that that number you know like a lot of these people aren't uh, that are getting shot up in drive-bys like it's not the fucking gangbanger that shot in the drive-by last weekend it's 
the innocent kid that was standing at the fucking bus stop next to the guy that shot up the fucking uh, the gas station the week before, you know, and it's just I get it. I understand why one is more predominantly in the media without the bias of the Democratic, the, the Democratic Party. But with the Democratic Party and their bias, it's just so much more clear how they actually think about things. And it fucking annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, well, it's like it's kind of obvious, too. If you remember, like, you know, they'll fixate on shootings like this and like blow it up and make it seem like it's the worst thing in the world. And it is bad. It's not to say that these things aren't bad. It's just a tragedy. Right. And they're, they're taking advantage of these tragedies and blowing it up. But, you know, look, look during the like BLM riots. There was plenty of people that got injured. There did businesses that got destroyed and people that died. And they didn't really talk about that because nope. it's, it's a tragedy. It's just, it's, it's just as tragic as, you know, the six people dying in Highland Park. It's yeah. or or possibly even worse. I maybe. I don't know. But you know, they it they they pick these certain ones and that's what dominates like the political talk. So now we're now this is what happens. This is why we say that like left controls things so much, because now we're talking about the gun debate again. Yeah. Of like now and not the to, people's lives that were yeah exterminated or, or any other that's what we have to talk about now and that's that's what dominates the like political talks and people what people talk about but now and it takes away from like other problems that are going on like serious yeah. problems and i think it, it's i don't know it's still amazing how how effective it i mean look we have to, we're talking about it right now it's how amazing yeah. and effective this it is that it has to come up and now we have to like have some sort of gun debate about like oh can Maybe we should have gun control or some bullshit. And I mean, every time it's always it's always them deciding the topic, fixating on it. And we have to try to, like, push back against it. And it's never pointing out their problems and what like what government officials and the media is actually doing. And like, oh, like, yeah, you know, why aren't they like if these journalists care so much about like kids being shot up in Uvalde? Well, why aren't they going after or reporting on like Ghislaine Maxwell? Or yeah. like going after her black little book with all the clients and shit on her or whatever. Yeah, fucking Israel Adesanya, a UFC yeah. fighter from goddamn Australia or New Zealand. I don't know, same fucking country. Um, he uh, he was the one. Like we have to hear about it from him, where he's like, "Why aren't they, you know, saying all the people that she sold these kids to? They just convicted her of selling kids to people, or at least." prostituting kids to people and we don't get to find that out like who the who she sold them to and it's because it's them it's because it's them dude r kelly just got 30 years yeah if r R kelly got 30 years and i'm not saying that like r kelly's a good guy and he should have got less but if he got there's there's levels to this shit right it's like i i saw ace arguing eight people have been piling on ace lately but i saw him and he uh and I think, uh, fuck, who is it? Uh, our boy, Anquar. I, I'm always going to fuck up his name. But he said it. He was like, I think there's different levels to, the, to aggression. Like there, and there's different. It's like, yes, under the nap, if we want to get very specific and talk about whatever fucking um, theory or theology or fucking whatever you want to call it. It's like all aggression is aggression. So you shouldn't aggress on other people. It's like, yes, but there's like, there's levels to this shit. Like there's different levels of aggression 
and there's different levels of like wrong like yes yeah. it's all wrong but if you want to i can weigh the difference between yeah. what's it's more like wrong than you, what's less punch, wrong yeah if you punch a grown like a six foot pretty jacked in shape grown man that didn't deserve it you just punch him right in the face and then you also have someone else that punches like a five two pregnant woman right in the face well which which one's more worse like which yeah, if you yeah. Had both to of them which, neither of them deserved it yeah, no, no, either case, it's both wrong, but I'd much yeah. rather the six foot dude get punched in the face than a five, two pregnant woman. Like, yeah, it's just and it's way not, worse. exactly. And so there's like levels to everything. And so I don't know. I feel like people are just getting so caught. I feel like at least in the libertarian circle, people are getting so caught up in, you know, and, and I think the post libertarians were correct in this aspect. We're so caught up in theory that yeah. it's hard to see past the it's hard, hard to see the the forest from the trees. Yeah. And, but on the other aspect, it's like the only reason why we can see the forest is because we know what trees are, you know, like it's still important to understand. And if you watch somebody burning your forest and we're worried. And the problem is, is like, we're worried that all the forests are going to go away. Maybe going and burning their forest isn't going to help the situation of all the forests going away. Yeah, it's like... Uh, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people yeah. are just sitting there trying to fight fire with fire, and it's like, bro, like, you don't throw fire on top of fire. You throw sand on yeah. it, so there's no this, more oxygen that gets yeah. into it. This got to deflate yeah. the balloon. Yeah, like, so, like, I think the, the I think they're, where they're coming from is, like, you know, the, the libertarian philosophy is the philosophy of peace, and it is a good philosophy. If it, If we, if, like, at least in my opinion, if it, we can expand that across the country and expand that across the world, I think we'd be in a much better place than we are now. But we're not there. We're, we're not there. And I think the fear is that we don't have enough time. Like yeah. we don't, and, and with how the, like, I think the lockdowns really put this into effect. And I think yeah. that's what, and I get that's, that. yeah. And I totally understand. And I, and there might be even some valid argument to that, that like, yeah, they're getting out of control. If we, it's like, kind of like, it's like the, I think it kind of rings with like uh, the cold war where everyone was freaking out about communism and probably rightfully so. And we need to stop communism from spreading all over the globe. And maybe, maybe that's good. I don't, I don't know. Like yeah, I, but I think, then by doing it, but the problem is yes. that by doing it, it let it, it, what's the communist agenda is it to yeah. uh keep the nuclear family or get rid of the nuclear family yes what's happening what's happening yeah. in the united states where'd the nuclear family go and yeah, it's but, like all right but, and so this is, you, yeah. you wanted to fight it but then yeah. you fought it with the same thing that it's fighting you with and then you became it and it's yeah. like i just don't think the there's a lot of people that i just don't think that they get that fucking like they're like i'm thinking forward because and and they're they blatantly say that a lot of times they're reactionary and now they've pulled back from this whole reactionary aspect of it where they're like we're not trying to be reactionaries we've got to think about this in this way so passing these laws are a good thing because we're stopping it here and it's like yeah but guess what you didn't actually stop it you just there was somebody put tape on it and then you put your tape on it so now it's just like 
two things of tape over the original thing that should be without any tape. There wasn't a hole there in the first place. Yeah, it's like we built we built this massive security apparatus to stop communism from spreading all over the world. And a lot of people, even the people that were in like in the administrations, in the foreign policy establishment, like a lot of them believed that once the Soviet Union was gone, it would go back. We would we would we would pull this machine back. Okay, we don't need this anymore. We don't need NATO. We don't need this massive military. We can we can come home like we won. It's over. The Soviet Union has has fallen. And now. But the problem with that is, is once the Soviet Union fell, they didn't quit. Right. The Soviet Union fell. And the first thing fucking America did was we invaded uh, Panama or not Panama. We invaded Iraq. And it was like, oh, shit. And like, look, like, look at all the other countries. I mean, it was probably one of the most like uh, protested war that in the in, at the time, like a massive amount of protest against this war that the United States was trying in all over the world, not even just the United States. And look, now it's causing more problems and friction. And now it's leading up to like it, this, all, all these domino effect led up to what's going on in Ukraine. And it led up to the blowback of uh, expanding into the Middle East led to 9-11. So it's like you, yeah, maybe, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say I'm some expert on the Cold War, but like, all I know is like, we built this thing to resist the cold, like the, the, the second world, the Soviet Union, and now that thing kept going. It didn't end. It didn't stop after the Soviet Union fell. And that's what I that's why I kind of see things is like I understand where people's mentality of building some sort of security through the state from communism or progressivism. And but I mean, how how far do you take that? And then when when is it when is progressivism destroyed? Like when is, is it are we just going to keep stop or are we going to keep expanding our ideology onto other people and just recreate the cycle. Yeah. And it's like, and I think that's the best question is when does progressive progressivism stop? Is it, is it when, you know, we, uh, nobody gets canceled for anything. Like if that, is that progressivism? Like everybody has an equal saying what they want to say and nobody can get deleted off of anything mm -hmm. or is progressivism, you know, is progressivism stopped when it's like, uh, what's up everyone. Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24 seven for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police, shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D-A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. All the trans people can't be trans anymore and we're going to call you whatever. Or is progressivism stopping where it's like gay couples are no longer to be together and will rip families apart that are already gay and have children. Um, does progressivism like that's It's like people will make these arguments all day long and it'll keep going and keep going. It's like, no, no more interracial couples. We don't want that. 
that's progressivism it's like and once people get it's it's the slippery slope fallacy libertarians have been yelling about it for years now the same ones are like we're gonna come for everything and it's like i understand the fucking i understand being like what you said having using the state at some point to try and protect yourself from the state and it's like i get it i understand but uh, what's what's the end goal and none of them have an answer there's not an end goal and some of them will give you an answer and it's not it's the sometimes i'm not saying that they are i don't think the post libertarians i have a lot of respect for all of most of them if not all of them i like pete a lot i like all of them but there's a lot of people that have latched on to the post libertarianisms post libertarians that blatantly are like fascists in their fucking in their profiles and it's like that doesn't that's not a that's not a uh knock on post libertarians you don't have any control over that like because of fascists but they see something there that it's like oh this guy kind of agrees with me and i can ride the backs off of that and it's like the libertarians are already we you're already admitting as a post libertarian moving to the mises republicans or whatever that libertarians don't have enough strength to you know fend off all these shits so i feel like there's probably a lot more fascists in the world than libertarians in the world or at least fascists with power in the world than libertarians with power in the world and if they can attach themselves onto something then they're going to attach themselves on that are going to springboard them in and it can go along and this is just that's just a hypothetical that's not true that's not like a truly what i believe I'm just saying the same thing that we watched you know um the prog- the progressive woke fucking neoliberals do to the traditional democrats that are just like the yeah. traditional southern democrats they're like all right bet like we're going to use you so we can get the right wing vote or the swing right wing vote you know the ones that are kind of progressive left but economically right and we're going to get them and now we're on the track that we are now and everything is a fucking pendulum and it's going to go back and back and back until it all fucking implodes or until one side's like i'm not participating anymore i'm not doing this and it's not a walk away it's a here's a fucking wall like Mm -hmm. don't pass my fucking wall if you do and we've all established everybody on this side of the wall has established that if anybody passes this wall, we're saying, fuck you. And we're going after yeah. them. And but, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. You know, that, that's why I think like, honestly, our, like the best way forward is like just secession across yeah, the board is. to me. I don't think, and I, I, I think, you know, there's a lot of more like federalism kind of happening. You see a lot of these Southern states kind of rising up. Like, it looks like, um, like, I don't know about, texas but that carrie lake from arizona she's running for governor in arizona um well she basically said that if she became president or governor she's going to activate the national guard and send him to the border and on a way that like in a in a lot of ways that i think that's good because it'd be so funny if she, if she just left that up for interpretation and then when she became governor sent it to the california border <laughs> like it wasn't even to mexico's border it was just yeah. like well they already yeah, have that 
they already got those yeah, like, that checkpoint. checkpoints shit at California Arizona border. We already got we already got the infrastructure for it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's good because I mean, you know, we I don't think the state does a very good job with uh border security. But it's a lot I think it'll be a lot better. Like the federal we know the federal government already does a terrible job with it. It would be a lot better if the state government was doing it, because I think that's just like one more thing that the state itself starts doing individually without the federal government. And it starts getting that like uh, like that train going It's like, OK, well, if we don't need the federal government for our border security, what else do we don't need our federal government yeah. for? And I don't know, like and we just celebrate. It's so crazy, too, because we just celebrated like the Fourth of July yeah. and Independence Day. And like, what's another way to say independence? Secession. Like, <laughs> we basically seceded from Britain. That's what the colonies did. And if you say secession, it has like this negative undertone. But if you say Independence Day, well, that's that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just kind of funny that that I don't. It's just how like with language and stuff, and how they dilute one word and but praise another word, and yet. It's kind of the same meaning. It's like the, the colonies gave a fuck you to Britain, declared themselves independent, and that's our history. And we fucking love it, and we cheer about how that's that's the greatest thing America ever did. And but like, and that's why I don't know. Maybe national force is the better thing to say, but I honestly believe like that's what it's going to take. And and maybe like I think that's what at least the po- looks like the post libertarians and even the libertarian party has said this that they're focusing on local and state yeah and i think yeah. that is much better because i think that will it creates the because you you kind of need like the groundwork built up like you kind of well, yeah need to, to and we can things. totally you can totally undermine the federal government as long as the state government is strong or the mm-hmm. county government to the state it's the yeah. same thing and if if that's what we focus on then fucking bet like I'm about it. Like let's do it. Like yeah, right, let's I th- do it. I think I think Ace brings up good points in his argument where it's like the with the the vaccine shit um, where they were like uh, I thought he brought up a good point where he was talking about Toad and him were arguing and they're like, well, what do you think about Florida? You know, saying the vaccine mandates over, and he's like, I think it's fine as long as you're mandating it from the like in public places and from the federal government that nobody that the federal government can't enforce this but once you enforce that private businesses are required or are required to not allow people in and this is any private business i understand that a large majority of the united states is uh employed by large corporations and we already know what large corporations do i fucking get it yeah, they're but basically. Guess the what? If you, yeah, if not, they are, you know, like they're, if it's not basically, it's they are. Yeah. But it's like, there's not a good way out of these situations. It's like the national debt. It's like, there's not a lot of good ways out of this, out of the way of the national debt. Either we're going to be paying hyperinflated rates for a while and we're going to defund everything, but doesn't matter besides the irs because everybody's gonna have to still pay taxes or the government dissolves like, like mm-hmm. we're, there's not a lot of good ways to end a lot of these things so yeah is what Florida did right or wrong if you want to talk it in the strict 
theoretical sense of libertarianism? Probably wrong. Probably wrong because it's requiring private businesses, no matter what kind of private business you are. You could be, you know, a man and a wife just having a fucking bake shop and you're and you're, you know, have some fucking yeah crazy fucking disease or hypoallergenic to whatever the fuck and you're like i require vaccines to come in my business and now the state is saying no you have to allow everybody to come in your yeah. business regardless of vaccinations whatever i'm not saying that these vaccines work i just think i think lines get blurred there mm-hmm. and on the other side if they just said the federal mandate does not apply you do not have to do anything with this what does it really change Like if they just said that instead of being like, no, you can't enforce the vaccine. Like how much did that really change in the grand scheme of things? Because by the time they came out with it, 75% of the workforce was already vaccinated. Like I don't, I don't really understand. And that's where it's like, I don't, if let's just at least try to do things right. Like, (laughs) like it's at the least, you know, untyrannical as possible, I guess. Yeah, that that one's a tough one because I mean it it's because that our the state is so integrated with corporations that like I mean those corporations were enforcing those vaccines before the fucking federal government even even said anything, and you know it it's weird because well like, not before they said anything before they passed anything because they were saying yeah, everything yeah. the whole time and I think that's important too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Biden came on base with his words, told him that he's going to enforce it, but he never wrote yeah. anything down. He never no. signed an executive. But he didn't order. have to. And yeah, and these corporations like were like, okay, we took their orders and we're like, we're running with this. And I'm gonna get money if I do this first. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like, yeah, there is like like levels to it, and that's why like, kind of like looking at the bigger picture of things is much uh, like kind of understand and be reasonable with everything instead of just like, well, this violates libertarian principle. It's like, yeah, but like, there's a lot of like background that goes with this dude. So like, I don't think it's look at it from that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is, yeah, exactly. That's what I harp. I'll harp on libertarians a little bit. It's like, I don't know, man, like it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it does, I guess, he's forcing private companies that, hey, you can't enforce this, and maybe they want to, even small businesses, maybe they want to, and now you're telling them that they can't, well, like, it, it does, I guess, in a sense, violate principles, but, you know, like, there's so much more that goes in the background that I don't know if it's just, like, cut and dry that, oh, well, this makes DeSantis, like, a, ty- a tyrant of some sort. And yeah. Like, eh, yeah, that's I stupid. Know. I don't think that's generally... I mean, sir, DeSantis is a tyrant for many more reasons than his vaccine mandates. He was a support of, like, you know, the wars that he was supporting and everything else. But regardless, it's like, I get it. I fucking understand. There's levels to it. And we talked about this at the beginning. There's levels to this shit. Is yeah. one more wrong than the other? It's like, yeah, I can definitely see where one is more wrong than the other. One is forcing people to put something in their body. And the other one is a mandate to say that, hey, you can't force people to tell you if they put something in their body or not. Like, I get that. I fucking understand. And that's why I don't try to rally on it too hard because it's like, it's not some, there's bigger fucking fish to fry. It's like, how could we have let the federal government do that in the first place or even threaten to do that? It should have been called out right from the beginning and been like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is I just want court, honestly, I just want corporations to fucking end. Like I want the corporations on how we see them now, not 
corporations where people are going to fucking jump in the DMs and be like, well, you can be your own corporation. Like, no, bro. Like, you know what fucking corporations I'm talking about? Like, I'm talking about the Forbes 500 list of fucking corporations or the Forbes 1000 list of corporations that literally live and die by the government dime Mm -hmm. and not based off the consumers that they fucking are supposed to be pandering to. Just off the government dime, these businesses survive for the most part. Yeah, they They make a shit ton of money. And the only reason why they make that type of money is because of the government dime that allows them to operate in instances that are themselves a violation of an aggression or, you know, very tyrannical. Yeah, yeah. They 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 make a shit ton of money, but then they make horrible decisions. And when the time comes that they're about to go bankrupt, the government bails them out. So essentially, they the corporations are stealing money from the American people because it go yeah. it just adds to our fucking debt, and we have to. They're stealing they're stealing money from your grandchildren, like these. And I think it would have been funny if DeSantis just said, "Yeah, we're not. It, you do not. You're not going to get fined by the state, and we're not going to let the federal government fine you if you're a business in our fucking state." If you enforce vaccine, if you don't enforce vaccine mandates, you're not going to f- come to any penalty from the state or the federal government. If they were just like, if they took that stance and said, you can do it if you want to, but we're going to take the stance that we're not going to allow the people that don't to get in trouble and the corporations continue to do so. God, that would make the corporations look so bad. And I think the only way to get through to normal ass people at this point is to just start making these people look absolutely horrendous and obviously violating. But then it's like with the Roe v. Wade thing, you watch the corporations come out and say, Hey, we'll pay for you to get an abortion. They don't want their, their cattle to fucking be pregnant and out for nine months or, Mm -hmm. you know, have nine months of pregnancy and then three months of maternity leave. They don't want that. They'll pay for the $4,000, $5,000 trip and medical bill. They don't give a fuck. So let them show that and then let people see what these companies are actually about. And then you can decide if you want to shop at them or if you want to, you know, work for them or things like that. And it's like, that should be, and a lot of these people, it's not blatantly in their face. They're like, fries is a place that I go to, to get my groceries. Like, I don't care what their politics are. There's 50,000 of them in the Valley. So I'm just going to go to the nearest fries and get my groceries. But then when you see fries is like, in a community of, you know, very pro life people and the, they're paying for people's abortions. You think a lot of those pro life people are going to continue to go to fries? Like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. want their money going to that. And so I just think if we were, I just think if we were blatantly honest about it, people would make those decisions and it'd be a lot easier to associate or disassociate from the people that also make those decisions and we're not even allowing that to happen just like the government didn't allow that to happen before yeah yeah i think yeah i think a lot of these uh corporations well they they just kind of at least over the last couple of years they've really exposed themselves as oh, yeah. really fixating on really getting political like you know like you know i when i was watching when i was watching shows and stuff as a kid like i mean maybe there's like some sort of like story or even like some sort of political hint in them but it wasn't like as blatant and it didn't make it as obvious when nowadays it's like they we clearly know what this is like when all like every disney show or fucking 
Netflix show, like each one has to have a gay character. Now they're uh, each one like has to have a trans character. And yeah, even when it has nothing to do with the show yeah, whatsoever, has, has nothing to do with it. Yeah, like I don't like know if, if it's you... part of their character arc. Like I get it, bro. Like I'm not saying like if it's part of the character arc that they're like, I never really felt like who I was, or yeah. you know, they're a shapeshifter and they're like, I don't really feel myself as a man or a woman. I'm like. You know, that makes fucking sense because you can literally shape shift your own vagina if you want to <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. fuck it with the fucking dildo on your hand that you create out of your own hand. Like, all right, that makes sense. Like, make it make sense. At least. Yeah. Have you seen uh, the new season of um, Umbrella Academy? No, I haven't. So, I haven't so, watched any of on Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just tell you. So Elliot Page, I don't want to yeah. get banned. Elliot Page. <laughs> fucking so she plays uh one of the main characters on the show and in this new season she goes through the transformation and they do like a whole kind of big scene for it but what they do like this is (laughs) this is so fucking like hollywood dude her transformation moment is she to become a man is she goes and gets a fucking haircut oh hell yeah well, that's because so she, she was flat chested as fuck before, anyways. She, so. Yeah, she she just goes and gets a haircut, and and then she goes and t- tells her siblings like, "I want to be called Victor now instead of Vanya." Her name was Vanya before. Now it's Victor, and that's it. And they just accept her, like accept. They start calling him him. They say he's Victor, and they're and that's the transformation, dude. I was like, I feel like the process is a little bit different like i i don't i feel like you demeaned the whole process of being trans somehow yeah like you i i just don't think like and there wasn't even like somebody some asshole bigot in the show that was like um no i'm not doing that and then like proved you know to be an asshole and he changed his mind at the end like none of that they just got a haircut and everyone in the show just was like, okay, Victor, you're Victor now. And that was it. And I was like, that's, I feel like that's just not how uh, it works for most trans people. Like, I I just <laughs> don't think, I think more people would be staring or like, yeah, I don't know. They didn't even give her any other manly, like she didn't, if she's taking like testosterone or something and like grew a mustache, like that would be weird. People would be like, oh, that's weird. But like, no, <laughs> none of that. Just got a haircut. Everyone calls her Victor now. Like what the fuck? I'm fine with that. Whatever, dude. I'm cool with that. Hey, you fucking you go get a haircut. I'll call call you whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah, dude. That's all, all you have to do if you want to be trans is get a fucking haircut. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's, we just solved the trans problem right there. Like it's over. Umbrella Academy did it already. It's just so. I don't. It just it blew my mind. That like I don't know. I thought it. I've seen gay characters get the get a tr- like coming out party on a show. And then, you know, they they have like a struggle, you know, and their parents don't accept them. Like that development happens a lot better than what they just did for Victor Vanya here. (laughs) Well, her whole thing is, uh, do you remember when she was talking? She was on a show and she like freaked out on the show. I think it was making its rounds on Twitter or he now, whatever. Um, It was when she was still what what was her original name now? Ellen, 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 Ellen. Yeah, she Ellen Page. Juno. Yeah. Ellen Page. You know, she when she was still a she and she freaked out over like women's rights and this, that, or the other on uh one of the late shows, one of the comedian late shows, but she freaked out over it. And uh and now it's like, do you still feel that way because you're not a woman? Like, are you allowed to feel that way anymore because you're not yeah. a woman? 
Like, I mean, because all I know is like as a man, like I'm not allowed to have any opinion <laughs> yeah, on yeah, like yeah. It, most things, especially when it comes to women, which whatever, fine. Then don't have any fucking opinion on me when it comes to being a man. Like <laughs> you can't say toxic masculinity anymore if I can't be like, that's not very womanly of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like I don't I don't know how this works. So like I'm kind of confused on the whole Ellen Elliot Page saga yeah. is like, is she still mad about the things that she didn't have rights to do as a woman, as a man, because now she has the right to do them? Or I just, yeah, I'm yeah. confused. She, she also like, I think it was on Stephen Colbert's show, but I saw this one. This was kind of old. It might've been that one. But this, it was right when the Jesse Smollett thing happened. And oh. I mean, uh, like, at least I, I thought it was fake. But like there was still kind of up in the air in the public, like, oh, is this fake? Is this real? Oh, yeah. We and, said it was fake, like right from the onset. Yeah, though. it was insane. And but she took that opportunity to make a big little political speech about it, how like people of color are being, you know, tortured and beaten in this country and not treated properly. And and she spent like a good like portion of her little segment, like good three, five minutes, like talking about this, about how does she like women or does she like men? now i think she likes women so now she's a straight white male she has no say in anything welcome to the fucking club yeah dude that you're right bro (laughs) no fucking say anymore i don't give a fuck yeah she's a privileged straight white male go fuck go suck a dick yeah you are the she's an oppressor now dude yeah like you she literally went from the most oppressed thing in the world because that's what all white women think they are um to yeah. the biggest oppressor which is also what white women think they are so yeah yeah you can what if, i don't even know if the, how this is true but you can sex traffic children and as a white woman only get 20 years but if you pee on them as a black man you're getting 30 <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah dude it's just the world's on fire we've been saying this for a while world's on fire it's just insane how it keeps going but the good thing in gun news well actually first let me lead with this there's a new code uh a covid variant it's uh shinzo abe (laughs) i think i i don't don't know i keep hearing everybody say shinzo abe so i just assumed it was a covid variant something Um, from china yeah it sounds like something from one of those asian cultures with uh uh, but they said it's dead. I don't know how they killed a COVID variant. We still can't kill the original COVID variant, but this yeah. COVID variant, Shinzo Abe, is dead. I heard they killed it, the virus, with a gun, dude. <laughs> with a gun in Japan. Yeah. Fucking who, wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, dude. I Who would have known that you could kill viruses with a gun? We need <laughs> more guns, dude. Dude, that's why, you know, that's why America is doing so well, because... There's a lot more people killing. Maybe all the people, maybe that's what the school or all these shooters are doing. Trying to stop the virus. They're stopping the virus, man. (laughs) These people are super spreader events. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah, I bet those kids were maskless too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Bet you everybody at the 4th of July, them fucking Trumpers were all maskless and unvaccinated. He was just thinning the herd. Getting rid of the the anti-vaxxed. What's your problem? Yeah, dude, the fucking, well, I, I mean, I, that's how I feel about, like, this climate change shit. It's like they're trying to depopulate, like, 
you know, I feel like there's a little anti-humanity, a little subtle bit, subtle of anti-humanity in this climate change thing, where they think more people is a problem. <laughs> they, they think that more poor people is a massive problem to our society. We've just got too many poor of these poors running around, burning up coal, <laughs> burning up fucking, I don't even know, having cows farting in the farting putting carbon in the air too many kids too too many kids dude oh my god all having these, these poor people are having too many kids yeah yeah that's that, that's like uh it's like what poor people do dude they fuck and that's all they do have massive amounts of children <laughs> and we can't have that anymore <laughs> this is a serious issue but man who would have known though Maybe that's why the government hates guns so much because they kill viruses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They kill communists pretty well too. From what I saw. I prefer helicopters. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about, Shinzo Abe, he was the former prime minister. Is that how we're referring to him now? Yeah. He was the former prime minister and he was running for re-election. Oh yeah. Yeah. For Japan. And, uh, he uh yeah he got fucking click clacked on the yeah, block look, like right in broad day dude their security sucks <laughs> you what is that you uh fuck what's that it's from the ringer you scratch my cd in broad daylight <laughs> dude they yeah. fucking he got click clapped in the fucking in broad daylight like literally just walked up right behind him and with a fucking ready-made like homemade, homemade shotgun. shotgun yeah dude it was so crazy because uh i i don't i mean you, there was not too many videos a few videos that i saw from it but like he's like giving a speech people are gathered around it's not you know that big of crowds it's not no. trump crowd but it's it's a pretty big crowd <laughs> and uh yeah he's just giving a speech and some dude walks up behind him and just fucking glacks him fucking right there dude right in the back could i couldn't believe that someone like i don't know i feel like well there's no guns in japan so how is he gonna get killed by a gun that's true japan has like really strict gun laws so what happened that now, if that's the case, if the, go- if the government issues really strict gun laws and no one's supposed to have a gun. And the only people that killed by guns are politicians. I guess I'll, I can trade that in. Yeah. Well, if, if your job is po- as police and as a government is to make sure no one has a gun. And your former prime minister gets shot by a gun. You guys are doing fucking terrible <laughs> like what is going on dude <laughs> yeah where there's a and, will there's a way man yeah and apparent i mean apparently this guy um apparently he was the longest before he stepped down he was the longest reigning prime minister in japan he stepped down because of health issues and he was running for re-election now what i found weird i don't really know anything about that besides what i just told you i don't really know anything about this guy but what's really weird is i saw like a lot of media outlets like kind of shitting on him and i'm like well well maybe 
maybe he wasn't so bad. (laughs) He had something on Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Yeah, dude. He had the list, dude. He had Ghislaine's list, dude. (laughs) But yeah, dude, that was that was a wild story to break, though. Like seeing that yesterday, because I saw it yesterday. And then you shared the video today and I saw the video yesterday too, but I was just like, that's just crazy. Like that'd be like a president, that'd be like Trump running for office in 2024 and then just getting fucking shot in the back at a public rally. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. That's exactly what it would be like that. that, And I don't know how, like, I just buy a fucking homemade shotgun. Yeah. That's the craziest thing. Like here in America, we don't, we don't, we don't even need a homemade one. Like just go to Arizona and you could walk out with an AK that day. But like, I don't and it know. Still I, does, it still doesn't happen. Like yeah. That. I, I feel like the, the security is just so much better, but I, I just feel like there's just massive security failure. Like I just don't under, like, dude, I think in the, in the video I saw, like I heard the first shot and the security was still just like standing there. I'm like, what? Dude, you, your job is to dive in front of them, bro. Like, like you, <laughs> like what are you doing? That's how. Well, and how can you get behind somebody? Yeah. Like, how can you just let people behind somebody like that without them paying attention? Like, without somebody paying attention? Like, they're you should be like, like he was on a street, like he looked like he was in the middle of a street, you know, like yeah, yeah. Giving a, and so, like, although on the other side of the street, like, don't you think you'd have like people lined up there, like just looking that way to make sure, like a car doesn't hit him, or, you know, fucking any, or somebody shoots him in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. And I feel this is more like the conspiracy tort conspiracy guy. And me is like, I don't know, dude, really? Was it that easy? Like, is it that easy to kill the former prime minister of your country? Like, I just, eh, I don't know. Something's up something's up but apparently i don't know we always talk about incompetence all the time yeah that's very true that is very true but like apparently that dude i mean this is what the news this is the only thing i've seen i haven't seen that much or even read into it that much but the guy that shot him apparently had some sort of ties with uh the yakuza so oh fuck yeah i don't know the country (laughs) yeah i don't know if uh he was really the yakuza or if maybe there was there was some sort of beef between the 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 uh yakuza and this guy but i think it's just pretty crazy like boris johnson stepped down and then like the next like couple hours later the former prime minister of japan got assassinated it's like well wow. in the in the uk alone there was like fucking 35 people that stepped down from office and then boris johnson did like yeah. that was pretty wild and i didn't hear shit about it I didn't hear shit about it. I didn't even hear about the Boris Johnson thing until I saw, I don't know, something trending like Brexit again or something like that. It was something stupid because, you know, the fucking UK people can't come up with anything original. They just reuse everything else over and over again. So, you know, they came up with something like that and I saw it trending and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I saw Boris Johnson stepping down and I was like, oh, that's kind of wild. But yeah, I mean, I also just don't give a fuck about the eu <laughs> yeah well i or think Japan, for that matter well i think it's kind of at least at least for like what's going on in, in europe with like the ukraine war and stuff i think so i mean you got like i don't know i think this ukraine war uh 
like America is like we're kind we were kind of freaked out about it, right? Like, but our but now it's kind of passed. It's not as it's still in the news, but it's not as much in the news. So life in America kind of is just like yeah, we're so over. far away from it. It's over there. We're not fucking worried about it. But Europe saw that, and they you know Europe like for fucking years Europe was okay being part of NATO and like you know whatever nato wants to do they just get behind because they're just bombing the middle east like we don't get a shit about those guys you know there's it's not it's not our problem i mean until the migrants until the the people flooding those countries (laughs) started coming into europe so europe just like america's foreign policy is just like all the problems that should happen to america are happening to europe (laughs) they're taking the hits uh they're taking all the hits for our wars to get the migrants from the uh middle east which causes a lot of problems and like uh cultural differences when a massive amount of people with a completely different culture all of a sudden i mean well and they had more terrorist attacks in the eu than they did uh, in the united states because they're like well you guys are supporting the united states exactly yeah you're easier to get to and and i mean there's like nato shit that goes on over there like where you'll see like you know the australian military and the british military and the and french military and i mean they don't send like as much as the u.s does but they send yeah. you know a little bit of military support and like wh- i've worked with a few of them just with like training and shit but I, it's, it's easier to get there than it is the united states yeah but it's i think it's just crazy because because there's like these farmer protests that are rising up it's happening in the netherlands italy that one's crazy um uh netherlands italy poland and germany are having them right now i think the netherlands is the biggest one that's going on they're going they're going ham dude they're dumping manure on government buildings they're fucking going they're fucking stealing cop cars with tractors yep yep so like it you're kind of and well i think that all mainly comes from like uh the economic policies they're trying to push yeah. in europe and it's pissing off the farmers but there's also like the you know inflation is hitting europe as much as it's hitting here if and not worse yeah so you're kind of watching like europe kind of like start to break down like things are getting really weird i mean they're pressuring germany like hey stop stop buying russian oil it's like okay but we, we can't <laughs> we get all of our energy dude like winter is coming bro you want me to like just have rolling blackouts for my people like how 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 what do you think people in america do if like the government's like well you're only gonna have heat on for 16 hours in the day and that's all we can give you like do you- yeah, the only the only state that gets away with that is california and that's because they all they all talk, tell themselves that it's fucking great weather in California all the time. And it's like, no, yeah. no, it's not like yeah, yeah. <laughs> people froze to death when you did your first rolling blackout, but you know, whatever, <laughs> go off. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, I think like, I think, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't comment on like specifics of European politics, but like the bigger picture to me, it's like, shit's like starting to break down over there and it's not looking good for them. And I think it's destabilizing a little bit. And I don't know if like, I don't know if how, how much support for NATO or this war in Ukraine that you're going to see from these European countries coming soon. I think that you might see them put the foot down and be like, bro, we're not fucking doing this anymore. 
Yeah, you were you were saying in the group chat your uh, your prediction over the next year is that somebody's going to leave NATO. Who do you think it's going to be? Uh, well, I'm not yet. My prediction is um is a predominant European country m- m- is might leave uh, NATO. And if my what's what's predominant in your head? Um, like France, Spain, Germany, France. Yeah, P- ones that's been there for a while. Um, Germany. France, England, I don't know, one of those, maybe even, but, and the reason I say that is I, I, I think with how this economy is going, I don't think it's going to get better necessarily. I think we're going to be in like an, an inflationary recession. And I think Europe's going to feel that and they're not going to want to fit the, you know, they're not going to want to be part of a lot of these countries are not going to want to be part of the U.S. when or backing even backing their currency so much with the U.S. dollar when shit starts to hit the fan. And if I had yeah. to guess one specifically, I think I would say Germany. Yeah, I think it's going to be Germany. I was going to say Germany just and, because like as as much as they're like the leftist, like ethno state. Uh, when it comes to like how they've done things and what their policies are on, you can directly see how it has affected their economy more impactfully than it has in other places because yeah. they just went full bore into the fucking dark. Like they were just like, we're doing it. And it just kept yeah. going even after everybody was like, eh, maybe not. And now they're sitting there like, what Russia does is bad. Hey, uh, can you give me some more oil? Um, yeah, please. Russia needs to stop bombing. Hey, where's your oil refineries at in the Ukraine? Russia needs to stop bombing these people over here in this part of the Ukraine. Um, because that's where our oil comes from. Yeah. And they're like, but Russia, we're going to still, you know, supplement your economy with buying the oil out of the only oil pipeline that goes into Germany. Yeah. And I'm going to I'll I'll even put a little bit of a caveat and that's if there's no peace deal that's negotiated with Ukraine and Russia. Uh, if there's no peace deal and this like goes on, which I mean that's how the American like politicians are acting. Like they're acting like Ukraine has to fight. Like they there's no other option here because Russia Russia aggression, Russia aggression, Russia aggression. And I and I mean, the other <clears throat> European leaders have already like said that they might they would prefer to maybe a peace deal or some sort of ceasefire. But I know it doesn't hasn't gone very far with it. And I don't know. So I don't know how far if they can't reach a negotiation and use diplomacy to like maybe put a stop to this, then I I think things will escalate. And I don't think Europe's going to let themselves fall into another another world war of some sort yeah well you know that's the that's the privilege of the united states right is the last war that was fought on the united states was against the united states so like we we can send troops all over (laughs) and talk about how our military is the greatest but we do not see the same impacts as fucking great historical buildings falling because they're getting air raided in the middle of the night or you know millions of your civilians not just your you know we had a insane amount of losses of life um but they were all troops and it's like it's not that that makes it better it's just that when it comes to civilians dying because your cities are getting bombed like it hits different <laughs> like it doesn't 
it's not the same. And the United States has been very privileged in as in the fact that we haven't fought a war here in a long time, but we fought a lot of wars everywhere else. And yeah. we're not the ones that necessarily get to deal with all the consequences, at least the consequences that a lot of people see as more important. We deal with our own fucking shit where it's like our blowback theory and our economic policy and things like that. But it's not we don't see it. Yeah, it's not a direct impact. It's stuff that's very labored and drawn out. And uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I think that I think the EU sees that. I think that's the thing. We've talked about this with Russia a few times where Russia's not Putin. What he said when he when he gave his like first conference after invading Ukraine, where he was like, it's the Western nations and the Western ideals and. I'm not going to let my fault, my policy fall to that. And look at what they've done, specifically the United States, look at what they've done all around the world. And it's like, Putin's not the only one that feels that way, bro. Like if we can feel it here in the United States, we feel that way about our own government. Imagine how people that don't even have to deal with the normal everyday civilian that they're like, they can justify it for. Imagine all the people that don't deal with that normal everyday civilian on a daily basis. And they're like, yeah fuck the united states and no shit no shit i I agree dude i i think i i think the like the belief that a lot of americans have that people think we're the greatest country and that everyone wants to come here i think that's true to to an extent but i don't think it's as true as people uh want it to be like, I, I think I think there's a large portion of this world that are looking at America and being like, yo, you guys like I, it's weird, too, because I, I read that. I don't know if this is true, but I've read this before that a lot of other countries will separate their people from their own government so they can recognize that it's not the American people that are doing this to us, but it's the American government that's doing this to us. Yeah. And I don't know why, but it seems like Americans can't do that as much maybe it's because of how we talk or how we have taught or Or how ingrained we think we are our government yeah yes yeah that's a good point and and i don't know but it i don't think that i think a lot of these a lot of countries that are kind of now that they weren't like how best way to put this they weren't like all in with like nato they're kind of on the fence but there's a lot of pressures and a lot of incentives that comes along with like joining NATO. Like you can get some sort of backing military or U S money, less Um, tariffs. Yeah. Less tariffs. But I think they kind of recognize too, that when you allow NATO in, you're also giving them a lot of influence into your own country and they can, how much oil does the United States give the European union? (laughs) Yeah. And so, so talking about the petrodoll well and that it's oh go ahead sorry i was just gonna say with like the brick and that's like brazil yeah that's uh, i was just gonna bring up i was gonna Brazil, russia iran and china the new thing like the new other side that they created well i think other countries that are kind of like teeter-tottering on like who should we side with all especially probably those countries that we fucking destroyed will probably be like yo like can i join the the brick like this looks like it's actually gonna be something that we can and even if like just even if you're like say you're one of these like foreign policy guys and you work for 
Joe Biden or whatever, and your goal is to weaken Russia, but also weaken China. And now you just push them together. Like, if we're going to fear monger about how terrible Russia is, how terrible China is, now they're hand in hand, bro. Like, now yeah, openly of, like, hand in hand, not like some offhand, like, yeah, they're probably together. Now they're just like, yeah, what's up, bro? I like your mug. Yeah, yes, yeah, dude, that fucking video. And uh, yeah, it's just so crazy. And that, so it's, it's like, well, now we have the most nuclear armed country in the world pretty much hate us. And then, I mean, Ch- I don't think China has nearly as much, but I think they have like 500, which would still like wreck the united states if they fired all of them at us so you put now they now so now the nuclear armed the most nuclear armed country in the world now is allies with another nuclear power and it's like what are we doing dude what are we doing yeah well we're just we're just putting more nukes on the border of ukraine obviously yeah that's yeah yeah i think i think or I think I don't know. I think someone like so like when when you're escalating to like nuclear, like they're firing the fucking missiles. Both yeah. sides, both Russia and America, their their plan is to escalate to get to de-escalation. Meaning, if Russia fires a nuke into like say Ukraine, and they're like fuck it, we're not doing this. We're just gonna bomb the shit out of you guys. America's plan is to nuke the baltics and so it's like, so like and that is supposed to so it's the mentality is well if the, if we don't back down they'll think they can just fire another nuke so we have to sh- stay true and show that we'll fire a nuke and so like what do you think happen what happens after you we you, uh, you they russia bombs our ally we bomb uh, fuck our allies dude like <laughs> like <laughs> yeah dude. Dude, can you so imagine bad. like the baltics just sitting there like bruh <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck yeah i forgot i forgot when this was because this was a while ago because the baltic states i think are part of nato now but this was before they before they joined but that was like the plan was like at the time was like if they nuke ukraine we will nuke the baltics and hopefully they'll 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 step down after that and it's like okay but if you nuke they're ally, bro. Like, what are we? That's <laughs> not gonna cause they're gonna me. Nuke... <laughs> they're just gonna to... nuke another ally. <laughs> yeah, like if if someone shoots my friend and then I shoot their friend, like then it just becomes a gunfight, dude. That's just, that's a gunfight after that. That's not that's like just World War Three. <laughs> that's just that's <laughs> <nukes>. war, bro. <laughs> like that. That's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not like. It's, you know someone shoots my friend and it's like oh shit dude like let's let's calm down like let's what are we doing here no it's it's that's that becomes like a shooting match and then we're just gonna find out we'll find out who survives after all after the balloon especially goes up. <laughs> especially when me and my friend have a pact that if somebody shoots them i have to shoot that person yeah, like exactly it's, it'd be different if it was like oh that's just fucking tony like i don't really like tony that much yeah like, like- like maybe maybe we can just like I gave Tony twenty bucks one time he never repaid me so fuck him yeah yeah like so I knew that in World War Two before before we fired the nukes on Japan there were some people in the administration that was like we should just fire the nukes in the in the, like the ocean right next yeah. to them 
to show them like, hey, you better fucking surrender or we're going to fire. It almost sounds like a better fucking plan. Yeah, I'm sure there were some sort of negative. It would have been bad to set off a nuke next to a country, but then maybe some people would die. But it's not nearly as bad as dropping it on a city. <laughs> so yeah, there's levels to this shit, right? <laughs> yeah, there's levels. There's bro. levels, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know, dude. It's just crazy. It's crazy to think like I don't. I don't even know how we got here. Like, how do these the people in charge? How do they just let it let things escalate to this point where it's like, well, now we're gonna risk the northern hemisphere to stop russia <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh my god yeah, dude everybody needs to start moving south we gotta move south for the uh global winter yeah it, yeah <laughs> gotta I mean, move yeah. south for the nuclear winter baby <laughs> north america like it'll be like somehow south america and uh was australia will rise and dude. africa <laughs> they'll rise from the ashes yeah southern africa will, they'll rise from the ashes well yeah. we'll get rid i mean we'll get rid of a lot of white people <laughs> dude probably for the best to be honest like let's be real here those damn like, colonizers will be gone dude yeah dude but that's what that's why everybody in like the south america and like southern port of africa and stuff they're just all quiet like we haven't heard shit from any of them they're just like mm. like yeah we heard from brazil but brazil is like huge brazil's like weirdly big for yeah, the size of the rest of south america like it's kind of crazy to me. Like I know every time I see There's it, I'm a like, lot of people doesn't there, make dude. sense. Yeah, and it, and it seems like such a third world country that it's like, how is there that many people living there? But I don't know. Whatever. That's just probably like the white in me that's saying that. But you know, but it's just like they're just kind of quiet and they're like, these people are. We're gonna become the number one thing in the world. Like you know, they're just sitting down there. They're like, they're all gonna kill each other up there. It's the northern hemisphere is just angry all the time. And we're just like yeah. dipping yeah. our fucking whatever drink, drinking out of coconuts and shit, chilling down here. And we're going to become the only people left. So y'all go ahead and do that. Yeah. Well, as as of as of right now, I think it's only, was it Sierra Lavanka? Is that how you say it? Sri Lanka. It's Sri Lanka. It, it's, I think, you know, it's just Sri Lanka. It's not it's, like super special. Sri Lanka. Well, it's it's gone. It's now the one government that's fallen since this. Since this. Oh yeah, because they were fucking over their people that they started throwing their cars in the goddamn river. Yeah, and I, like I don't know, dude. I, I mean, I'm not no economist. I ain't no expert. <laughs> I don't fucking know this shit. I just don't. It does not look good for the seeable future to me. And I like poor countries are the ones that get affected first. So when you see yeah. shit start popping off and going crazy in poor countries, like if things get bad enough, like that shit like that can happen in your country. Yeah. And it's like, we always say like shit rolls downhill, but once it gets downhill and then downhill implodes because you just shoved it downhill, like the whole building comes down. If you knock out the first floor. Yeah. Like the whole building's coming after it. Mm-hmm. that's and you kind of like you can kind of see like when like kind of like with the lockdowns like because like the poor countries were the ones that like they got affected the most and you can see what happens to them when like you fuck with their shit like it's almost like within like a couple weeks it was like people were hungry and they're pissed and we're, they're yeah. not tolerating that so and there's no more lockdown yeah there's no more lockdown and then when shit gets bad enough shit shit'll change 
but like i don't know i think it's just we have we have one country where the government's fallen and i kind of feel like there's gonna be there's gonna be more that we're gonna see and i mean it'll probably be some third world country that no one really cares about but in the end it could reach up to possibly like a first world country might you might see some crazy shit yeah should be interesting it's gonna be a fun fucking five years keep saying it the next five years are gonna be wild and the next 10 after that are going to be even crazier. So I'm just waiting for, I, I'm just waiting for, um, what was that fucking movie with Wesley Snipes where it's just like post-apocalyptic, but there's still like giant cities everywhere. You know what I'm talking about? It's an eighties movie. Mm, no, I don't, I don't think so. Hold on. Let me find it. Eighties movie, Wesley Snipes post I type in the 80s movie with Wesley Snipes. Uh, Demolition Man. Yeah. Demolition Man. Oh, go watch Demolition Man. It's pretty fucking good. But he's just basically like the fucking city slumlord. And and Arnold Schwarzenegger goes up against him. I don't know. It's kind of funny. But it's just like a crazy, like, corporate hellhole, Mm. city slumlord, post-apocalypse, like, I don't know. Pretty good movie, but uh, yeah, it's just, I'm just waiting for that. I'm just waiting for like the cities to be mostly empty and people are just like out to the fucking wind and surviving on scraps. Like that just seems where everything is going. At least, I mean, I don't know if like, like, I don't know if the entire city will happen, but at least I think you'll see a lot something like that, like a little bit of that in parts of. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be that bad, but I just meant. Yeah. Yeah. but I think you will like I, I mean when inflation's putting it, it's putting people in like more it, it uh, economic downturn is going to put more people into poverty. When you put more people into poverty, crime and violence and addiction, all those things start to go up. And well, I don't know if anyone knows this, but crime, violence, and addiction is not good for your society. <laughs> <laughs> and when so we got rid, rid of the guns typo yeah so why we got to get yeah. rid of the guns <laughs> yeah the because they already know where it's going because they already know where it's going so well they might dude fucking i mean illinois here the governor suspended this uh sales tax on groceries so when things are bad enough we can get rid of these taxes and it, it kind of it's kind of like pisses me off a little bit i mean i'm glad i don't wait i don't have to pay taxes on groceries but at the same time it's kind of annoying that it's like oh now we we now when things are getting bad (laughs) you want to get rid of this tax because and it's like well what program i don't know what the sales tax really funds and you know i don't i don't know all that goes to and it's like but if that if it's not that important now when things are bad was that ever really important to begin with like did we ever need that at all so i don't know i and that's what i think it is like a little bit of a sign of like shit's getting weird because the government wants its money they i mean hell dude they throw people in fucking jail if you don't file your taxes properly and pay the correct amount they will throw you in jail for that so when they're kind of like giving up a little bit of like revenue i think that's like hey it's, it's to me when the government does that or when they give out money to random people this is like the please don't riot check like yeah i'm taking away this tax please Absolutely. don't break shit down 
And I don't know. So I think that is like, as it might be a good thing right now. And it's like, oh yeah, this is great. But I think it's kind of like an insight to like what's to come. Yeah. Like I said, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, but uh, I got to fucking end it. I got to go watch my shitty baseball team play a baseball game. Um, I figured if my shitty baseball team is going to be shitty, I might as well be the shitty fan in a shitty t-shirt wearing the colors of the baseball team. No, dude. So. You, I wish you were irrationally proud of them. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just like they're the best team in the league. They just haven't yeah. got their chance. Yeah. Make like make all the excuses for them, but you love them. And you like, I swear to God, the Diamondbacks can win the world series in five years. Like just, <laughs> they just gotta make some good trades. <laughs> oh, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, they keep saying that they're going to be good in 2024. And I'm just like, mm, who, who the fuck says that? <laughs> Who's lying to you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but uh, you know, it should be interesting. Oh, we went to a game on Wednesday and it was pretty, it was, a, it's always a good time. It's nice to go to a live sportings event, you know, yeah. like it's not all fucking um, it's nice to get away from everything else and sit there, eat hot dogs and drink some beer. Like, yeah, it's nice to be an NPC sometimes, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Just unplug from the matrix for a little bit. You got to have that time. Yeah. And well, you so, got you gotta plug in the matrix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That You're right. You gotta, yeah. You got to plug in the matrix and be like, all right, I'm not dealing with fucking fish and toad anymore. Whatever their goddamn names are. I'm just going to watch a fucking movie or whatever. But uh, it should be a good time. Um, I think we have a couple. We got a guest next week, don't we? Uh, we do have a guest. It'll yeah, be uh, guess. Actually, no, I won't say. Yeah, it'll be. It's a good guest. He's uh, he's got an interesting he's, uh, story. Yeah, interesting story. Taking down some corporate journals. He's a uh, he's a good guy. Good guy. Like the him a lot. Guy. Legend. The the best guy. Fucking um, legend. Yeah. <laughs> So we got him coming on uh, next week and um, we got a couple other people coming on in the weeks afterwards. So stay tuned. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. That's the fucking shit show. Typo, you got anything else? Uh, strap up, motherfuckers. Shit's getting weird. Yeah. Stack up or get the fuck out. We out. <laughs>